Most people never dare to evaluate really where they are. And you gotta know where you are before you can really determine your chances of getting what you really want out of life. If we can reduce stress, and incidentally, the same process that reduces stress is exactly the same process that will enable you to have a long-term balanced career. You know, so many times people say, well, I do this, but man alive, it hurt, it cost too much money, or it'd take too long, or, or whatever. I, I quit smoking, but you know, I'd gain 47 pounds or whatever, or I'd go back to college and get my degree. Uh, but you know, it'd take me 10 years, and in 10 years, I'd be 45. Well, how old would you be in 10 years if you didn't go back to college and get a degree? But instead of that, what you need to do is you set your goal is identify the benefits. Why do I want to do this? Then you identify the obstacles which you've got to overcome. Did you spell out the skills and knowledge required? Did you identify the people, the groups, and organizations to work with? Did you work out a plan of action? And did you set that date? You see, there's a formula. And the formula and the incident for the date you can't set a date on a lot of things. If it's applicable, you do. But for example, when do you finish education? You don't, do you? Now you can finish school. You can make it easy, but you never finish your education. When you answer these questions, if you answered any of them with a no, I didn't do that, then what you've got is not a goal. It's still a dream. And that dream has got to have some foundation uh, to it. If you want to build a winning attitude, you need to take time, and this is probably gonna surprise you based on what you've heard me say so far, but you need to take time to be quiet. You need to do it at least four or five times a week. A lot of people say, well, that guy keeps talking about time for this and time for that. I don't have time for all of these things. Let me tell you how you can create an extra three hours every day of your life, guaranteed. Over 70% of all of the time spent watching television, you're watching things you have no interest in watching. Let me encourage you to do this. Take a slow, lazy, drifting, absolutely meaningless walk. Just almost go to sleep on the walk. Not an exercise walk, you need to do those too, but a very quiet walk. Pick out a place in your home where you can be absolutely quiet on occasion. If you have to get up 30 minutes earlier, that's wonderful. I don't know why, but I seem to wake up earlier in the winter months than I do in the summer months. And when I get up, it's pitch dark. I have a nice little office. I go in there and I turn on the gas log and I sit there. And every time I do that, without exception, I have the most exciting day of my life. I simply run through my mind the things I'm going to be doing. As you plan the day, as you think of all of the things we've got to be excited about, it really does renew your energy and it gets you excited about the day. Now let me tell you something. 
This is going to be one of the toughest things you'll ever do. When you sit down saying, well, I'm going to sit perfectly quiet for 20 or even 30 minutes, you will think of 2,868 reasons or things that you've got to do. You try to decide, do I raise the window or lower it? Do I turn the heat up or down? Do I get the air conditioner off or do I turn it more full blast? Do I really need to go to the bathroom? Am I going to get me a cup of coffee? What is that noise against the outside? Maybe I better check up on that. Resist the temptation. Spend a few minutes in quiet, reflective thought. It does make a difference. Take time to be quiet. Now, we teach things that are generally not taught in school, as I already have said, but I want to talk about another little factor. 90% of the visits to medical doctors are directly or indirectly related to stress. 90%. My stress level, and I face as many deadlines as anybody you know. It's always a book production, a class I'm teaching, a seminar I'm presenting, and each one of them uh, requires time and concentration. Example, how many of you feel like I've made this talk before? Can I see your hand, please? Several hundred times I made it yesterday. You know what I did between yesterday and today? I spent over six hours getting ready for today. You see, I think it would be arrogant if I thought I could stand up and spit it out just because I did it yesterday or hundreds of times. That's arrogance. When you respond to life instead of react to it, react is negative. You get sick, go to the doctor, she gives you a prescription, says, see me tomorrow. You walk in the next day, she said, uh-oh, it's not working. Uh, we got to have to change their prescription. You get a little nervous. But as she smiled and said, hey, it's working. And so you have just, she's just responded. And you feel better because now you see some real hope in order to get ahead in life. I don't know how many of you uh, remember or recognize the name Howard Hill. Now, Howard Hill was a good Alabama boy. He was an archer. They say he was the best in the whole world. He entered 287 archery tournaments. He placed first 287 times. He was so good, he retired early because the other archers started to get unwilling to compete for second place. I've seen newsreels of Howard Hill where from 50 feet away, he had split an arrow dead center in the, in the bullseye. Then he would take the next arrow and split the first one. He killed a Cape Buffalo with a bow and arrow, the most difficult game animal alive to bring down. He killed a Bengal, Bengal tiger. He killed a 15-foot shark in, under 18 feet of water. Or was it an 18-foot shark under 15 feet of water? Well, it was a great biggin' in his way down there. I, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I do know that. <clears throat> he was a good one, there's no question. So. Now, let me emphasize a point. I've, I've never shot the bow and arrow professionally, but I'm an instructor extraordinary. I'm not certain, but I think that's French, which means I'm really good at it. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me tell you just how good I am as a teacher. If I could spend 30 minutes with any man or woman who will ever view this, providing your eyesight is good and your health is normal, at the end of 30 minutes, I would have you hitting the bullseye more consistently then Howard Hill could hit it on the best day he ever had. Sound like I'm bragging, but I'm not. I could do it. Provided, of course, you had first blindfolded Howard Hill. 
and turn him around a couple of times so he wouldn't have a clue as, uh, you know, just uh, which way am I headed? And you might say, well, now, Ziggler, my goodness alive, fella, of course you could. That's ridiculous. How on earth could a person possibly hit a target he couldn't, see, he couldn't even see? It's a good question, but here's a better one. How can you hit a target you don't have? to the impact secret podcast show welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always appreciate you tuning in and joining in on this on this podcast show we shift the mindset through inspiration motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline I am your respectful host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there listen that just simply means ed now You know the motto, the slogan, the thing that we live by. We stand on here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. Understand this meaning. Living means doing what you love to do, even if you have to fall to get back up. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Bob Marley quote for you guys You never know how strong you are Until being strong is the only choice you have Again you never know how strong you are Until being strong is the only choice You have As you guys know we normally ask you One question And two thought provoking statements But today is a different day I'm going to ask you two questions to ponder To think about To review for your life And one thought provoking statement First question Have you stopped trusting your own voice? Have you stopped trusting your own voice? Question number two, where do you start? Where do you start? And the thought provoking statement of the the day, your destiny determines your decisions. Goal setting. Again, your destiny determines your decision decisions i should say goal setting today's episode is entitled the meaning we put on things again the meaning we put on things family let's jump in to today's show i'm excited i hope you are excited thank you for tuning in and rocking with me as you're fully aware we do have some exciting things coming soon uh, as I continue to talk about. Uh, season one is uh, coming to an end, but season two is right around the corner. And then season two, we're going to take it up a notch. We need to really uh, push myself. I need to push you as an audience, as a family. Uh, we need to go to that next level. Um, it's time for, for us to do that. So let's dive into today. I found today's audio clip. It was such amazing. But that was Zig Ziglar. If you're not aware, you're not familiar with that speaker. Um, amazing speaker. Not just a speaker in general. Good business person as well as um, a good salesperson as well. I, I love his content. 
one thing I, I want to talk about here is a journey that I'm currently on. And you're probably on this journey, too, and you've probably done the same thing that I've done, which is start and stop and stop and start. And here recently, I, I decided and I've shared this with you before, family, to go into the reselling of sneakers. I've been in the reselling game for four years, uh, but just you know, selling all different types of things uh, from clothing to knickknacks to you name it. If it was able to be resold, I wanted to resell it. But what I realized is what I truly loved was the selling of sneakers, or I should say my passion for sneakers. And growing up, that's all. I mean, like my two biggest things were sneakers, clothes, and video games. Hey, I'm just I'm just keeping it a buck with you. I uh, wasn't into personal development and all of those things back then, but I really enjoyed these these things. I was truly passionate about it. And I know the motto, the slogan, everything that people say out there that if you find something you're passionate about, you never work a day in your life. Um and you know, you you you're constantly if you're constantly thinking about it and all these things. So Going back and just looking back at some of the things, because I'm on a journey of finding things that not just get me excited for the moment, because family, a lot of times we get caught up and get excited for the moment. And then after the moment pass, what do we have left? Some call that a dopamine rush. I just call it a, a, a opportunity that showed up at your doorstep and rung the doorbell. You looked out the peephole and you said, Eh, I'm not interested right now, meaning that the door is still open if someone else comes along. And so I'm saying to you, family, is, is that a lot of times when you identify something you want to do, go do it. There's a book that uh, I, I actually list. It was actually a show. Um, and this is this is going to really amaze you, too. So for me, I'm always looking for audio clips and when you I, I hope you guys do this, too. So what I did was I, I created a folder if for, you know, for iPhone, it's it's notes for Android. I forgot what is what the uh, what is what's it called. But um, what I did is uh, videos that I want to see. I, I created like a like a series, like different folders, like videos for mindset, videos for understanding YouTube or anything that I want to learn. So I created all these various folders and I said, okay, I'll come back and watch it. So that way I don't get caught up in the scroll game. You know, the scroll game when you're scrolling through YouTube or Instagram or something like that. And you find yourself scrolling for hours. And so what I, what I did was, is I, I started taking these things that excited me and I started putting them in these folders. So anyway, there was this, uh, this audio, I mean, this interview that was done, I think it's called the impact women's, uh, show I f impact women's show. But anyway, it's Tom Bulu's uh, wife and excuse me, I forgot her name, but a mate, she's an amazing interviewer and it was an amazing show. And she had on the guest, uh, 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 as a, a guest, Ellen, Marie Bennett. I hope I'm saying that right again. Ellen Marie Bennett. And she has a new book come out. And normally, you know, um, and I, I got this from Ty Lopez. He said something and I've done it ever since. And sometimes I get frustrated because, you know, I'll have a collection of all this, this, this material. And I'm like, ah, I need to get to this. I need to get to that. But what it is, is, is that you need to do it anyway. So let me unpack that and give you some context what I mean by that. So Ty said, Ty Lopez has said that if there's someone that 
that mentions a book to him, he goes and buys it or or he'll get the audio book. And he does that because it gives him an opportunity to see, hey, if this is a good book or not, or is it something that basically is, is there a gem or two he can pull out of there? And so I started doing that. If somebody mentions a book or uh, I'm listening to an sh- uh, interview or something like that, and so I'm, I'll go ahead and either get an audible or I'll go ahead and buy the actual book on Kindle. So I have a subscription on both with Kindle as well as with um audible and only reason why is that because i feel like you can go out and you'll spend money on things that don't doesn't have a return value on it like i'm I'm, i know i'm guilty of it so it's it made sense to say okay spending 20 dollars a month on a oh wait no the subscription for audible i think is at 30 dollars a month or something 20 or 30 dollars a month and then the kindle is 10 bucks a month so let's just say make the math simple 40 dollars a month. And so 480 a year. And I was what I was thinking was I was like, this for me, uh, helps me to be able to learn faster and learn from people's mistakes. And this, this, this author, um, as well as entrepreneur, uh, Ellen Marie Bennett, she had this, I mean, it can be more perfect timing. I mean, this lined up so well with what I am kind of, not kind of, what I'm struggling with family. I'm just, I'm being extremely transparent. You know how we do it on this show. We're not like most uh, speakers. We want, we want to provide you case studies, not theories in which you can't implement, but whole nother story. So the book that she uh, authored is called dream first details later how to quit overthinking and make it happen again dream first details later how to quit overthinking and make it happen and the reason why i picked up this well i got the audible for this book is because that is me i've had a problem because <laughs> I call it a problem because I'm such an analytical thinker. Like I want to, to keep digging and, and digging and digging to find out instead of taking immediate action. See, I looked through my life and I said, everything that I've took immediate action where I didn't try to collect all the details and try to go through all the training I've done extremely well in. Yes, it was a lot of pain. Yes, it was a lot of struggle. Yes, it was a lot of frustration. But the learning lessons in there are gems. And so when I started to uh, start getting excited about the, the whole reselling of sneakers, I realized that I started going down that path again and start saying, all right, let me start, you know, researching all of this information. And I was like, no. Uh, you know, I got a couple um, uh, items as far as I'm part of a group and as well as I, you know, this um, I forgot the name of the the person is called uh, sneakers creator or something like that. And they put out a, a really good manual of telling you what the hottest sneakers are, what is the best resale on these sneakers. And I'm part of their group. Uh, again, investing in yourself, again, setting the goals. We're going to get to that in a moment, though, family. And when I uh, when I when I did that, I just went out and took action. So I bought my first pair of sneakers. They haven't showed up yet, but they're coming soon. And I was thinking I was thinking I was like, you know what? I need to document 
my process. I need to document what I'm going through and what I'm doing. And being able to do that will allow me also to start in in parallel, start setting goals. So it goes back to let's look at what Zig Ziglar was talking about and, and let's unpack what he said. So he said, first of all, he said, set a goal identifying the benefits. Why do I want to do this? So family, when you identify something you want to do, um, you need to identify why you're doing it. Why do you want to do this? For me, the reason why I wanted to snow, uh, why I want to sell sneakers is because I, in, I mean, like, I'm in love with sneakers. I know that sounds weird when I say I'm in love with sneakers, meaning just the different designs and just the creativity. I think that's what really arrests my attention. And so for me, being able to look at that information as far as and understanding the backstory and really understanding the how did the sneaker come about? And it's a it's a profitable business. And I didn't even know. I was like, this is crazy. And so for me, that is what my why of why I want to do it. Plus, again, I mean, you know, I like, you know, looking fresh to death and some fresh sneakers. So that was my why. You have to understand why do you want to do whatever you're going to you're going to do? And then the next thing he said, OK, identify the obstacles and overcome them. He says, do you, did you identify the obstacles which you have to overcome? And for me, what I, when I started, I didn't, sometimes you won't be able to identify the obstacles because of the fact of you're new to it. And so you're going to, a lot of times creators that will come on here, this is why I try to be extremely transparent. And that's why I'm doing, I'm going to do a case study on myself because of the fact of, when you truly want to help people and you want to serve people, you may not be able to to maybe make the the money that some of these people are here lying about. But your integrity will be in, in, in case and you still will be able to make money and people will rock with you because they like, yeah, I trust what ED is saying because he's showing me true to life examples he's showing me you know the ups and downs the highs and lows so let me come over here and i'll, I'll rather build a long i'll rather you know work with you long term versus a short let me say you this quick course and it does not hold any value for you so when you're going through whatever that thing that you identified you wanted to do there's going to be obstacles and for me the obstacles I was learning along the way of in the, since I started, I think I started what a couple of weeks ago and they, they have something in which you get an opportunity is called a draw. So you, uh, it's through Nike. And so you go in and then you say, okay, well, yeah, I want to get this sneaker. Cause it's, let's say a drop, a new sneaker was dropping today and you select it. And then you wait to see if you're selected. And if you're selected, then boom, they charge your card. And of course you get, you know, you get your shoes. And what I've been noticing, I've entered like four or five draws and I've only won one. And I'm like, this is crazy. What is going on here? So now I got to figure out a different uh, approach. And also because I really wanted to focus on new sneakers versus um, on old sneakers. And I said, well, maybe I need to change my business model because I need to have a collection of both. So now I understand why people sell used and new sneakers. And that's that's that now it makes sense to me. And that's why you have to actually go through it a lot of times, family, because it'll make sense to you. I always give the example of when my daughter 
was young and she she wanted to um I would I was cooking and and she wanted she kept trying to put her hand on the stove and I was like no don't put your hand on the stove because it will it's hot it'll burn you and so one day you know I had turned my back and she was getting ready to put her hand up there again and so I just kind of looked at her and watched to see what she's doing. And by the time she got like hovering over and it was extremely hot, she pulled back. She didn't touch it, but just the heat alone was like, okay, yeah, I get what daddy's saying. Now this is, this is hot. And so a lot of times family have being able to actually go through it, understand the, the struggles, the frustrations gives you a sense of understanding that, oh, okay, now I see what that person is talking about when they mention that you just don't want to just focus on, and in this case, the sneakers and just new, you want to have a balance of new and, and old. And so when you're going this, you need to, you need to have that same mentality. Then he, then Zig Ziglar talks about the spelling out the skills and knowledge that's required uh, to do this. Now, as I told you guys before, as we're wrapping up season one, I, for the next, for next week, the skill for me to be able to create the visual that I want to create is I'm going to have to, um, you know, do recording. Now, I don't know anything about, um, the software. I got Final Cut Pro. Matter of fact, I even got, uh, what's the other one? Uh, some screen recorder or something like that. And, if I'm going to keep it a buck with you, <laughs> I want my stuff to look like some of the other creators out here, not like theirs, but like how they're bringing in different clips. I was like, man, that's amazing. I want mine like that. But then I have to reel back my, you know, my excitement and say, stop worrying about the details. Let's focus on getting the video out. Let's focus on getting the, the, the content out. Let's focus out making sure that you are delivering consistency. The editing skills will come yet you if you want that skill set let's build it up over time so for me I understand that I have to build this up over time it's not going to happen overnight so I'm going to have to start vlogging I'm going to have to start doing all the things that are going to make me extremely uncomfortable but that's a goal of mine and so I've set that goal I've set a deadline that's why I told you guys first week of August you will be getting the visuals as as well as, you know, there's more stuff coming because I'm coming for that number one position. I'm coming to be king of this thing and I'm not just going to do it just on the mindset of things. I'm also want to bring in the business because there's no point of getting you all excited and, and happy without showing you that there's an opportunity to make money over here. And, and when I say money, I'm talking about of uh, I, don't, I hate saying side hustle because it's just, I think it's so cliche, but I'll just say this of you finding other outlets to earn additional income. And I want to earn additional income. So I'm like, okay, let me see. I, that's why I want to take you through the experience. And another thing I'm noticing when I, when I've made this switch going to point number four, which is identifying who to work with. Did you identify the people, the groups and organizations to work with? So family, when I changed up one of my, uh, I have another IG account besides impact secret podcast. The other IG account, if you want to go check it out is uh, I believe it's H O M T business. And so I, I started, you know, um, following, 
people that, you know, sell resell sneakers online. And what I noticed was there, they were following me back just as quick as I was following them. I'm like, huh, I may be on to something. So now I'm going to have to redo that whole page and take down all of every, all of the information I had up there and, and put up, you know, start, start really driving home the, I'm in the resale business for sneakers. A lot of times we, again, going back to that, we're looking at the details and and this may not be you. Maybe you're one of those people that you just get started and you go. I'm not, I I was not one of those people. And that's why I, I I'm developing myself to be one of those people. When I started the podcast, I just, and that's the funny thing about it. I've been wanting to start one of these for the longest and until I just said, you know what, I'm just going to go and do it. I, I, I'm just going to go and make it happen. And I don't have everything right now, but I do have a phone. And because I have a phone, Anchor, I'm using Anchor to, to get started. That was my action plan, which is step number five. The action plan was when he said, did you work out a plan of action? Yeah, you don't need to write all of this up. You understand I need to take action today. If there's a dream or a, a dream of yours a dream has to have a goal attached to it. So if you're saying, hey, I want to build a business, you have to have an action plan of saying every day or three days out the week or whatever that looks like for you, I'm going to work on my business. If you don't do that, then what do I mean, what can you expect? It's the same thing with personal development. I had to create an action plan of saying, okay, Um, And this is true. I have that I need to read 10 minutes or listen to an audible 10 minutes every day. Sometimes I hit it. Sometimes I don't. But I'm tracking myself to see, to understand the patterns of why am I, why I'm either I'm not making it or I'm making it of uh, accomplishing that goal. So family, I challenge you to don't make it so detailed that you spend more time planning. You spend more time investing time in trying to figure it out of the theories instead of taking action. One of the quotes on my whiteboard is called, it's, it, I'm looking at it right now. That's why it's 95% doing and 5% planning. I don't know who said that, but it's an amazing quote. 95% doing doing and 5% planning what that translates into of the planning piece is just putting some type of outline together of this is what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to go out and do it. And then actually just doing it. A lot of people are, are amazing planners, but take no action because then you get so paralyzed by everything you got to do. You don't want, you're like, well, I don't want to do it. So you lose interest in it extremely quick. And then the final step in this your destiny determines your decision is, is more or less of saying, what date do I want to accomplish each item or thing by without a date or without a timeline? I mean, you're dead in the water. There's not a, you're not going to be able to understand how you're performing or measuring yourself. And I'll even add on there, put measurements in place as well to understand kind. And you're, you'll learn this as you go along. Like, when I started tracking myself, I learned, I learned through watching, if I'm going to keep it a buck through YouTube, it was through YouTube and watching, you know, and, and also reading different books on self-development of talking about, you know, tracking yourself. And so I track myself as well, as far as 
how am I performing uh, on on these goals that I set uh, for myself? So family, I really want to push you in that particular area. When I ask you that question, have you stopped trusting your voice? I'm referring to not just the voice of you hearing uh, of of you hearing things. I'm talking about your gut voice. That's something I kind of came up with, your gut voice. A lot of times your gut will say, you know what, you really need to go and do that. But then your mindset will kick in and, t- and, and tell you every reason why you don't need to do that. And I challenge you to, instead of responding to that voice, respond to the actionable voice. And the actionable voice is say, you know what, I'm going to go out here and, and um, take a shot. I'm not going to try and do it. I'm actually going to do it. You know, I always tell you, I love when Les Brown would talk about, you know, when people say, you know, I'm going to try and make the meeting. And, and he was like, well, do you try and sit down? You either sit down or you don't. See, when we say we're going to try and do something, it, as Les Brown st- stated, it, it, it gives us a way out. Like, well, if this doesn't go the way that I think it should go, or I'm going to, you know, well, I have a, a, a way out. Don't give yourself a way out. Give yourself a way in. Ooh, I like that. Instead of giving yourself a way out, give yourself a way in. And finally, family, I, I'll end with this. I don't want to keep you too long. Goal setting does not have to be complex. Goal setting can be as simple as one, two, three. I know I gave you, uh, we, we, we just covered six steps here. But honestly, if I was to sum up those six steps, if someone came to me and said, hey, how do you go about goal setting? I'll say I identify what I'm interested in. I understand the actions that I'm about to go through. And I set a, I set a timeline. So for the sneaker t- for the sneaker situation, you know, I have a timeline of 90 days. So for 90 days, I want to see of being totally committed to it and investing time and actually doing the thing, what comes about and just documenting my process uh, throughout the whole thing. So family, I hope that there was an impact that I provided today. I hope there was some value. I hope that you were be, be able to take from the case studies of my own life that I'm sharing with you that you can go out and implement because the biggest thing, reason why a lot of people don't get started is because they do so much planning. They do so much theorizing. They do so much investing time and things that has no reflection of the goal. And then when they look up, they say, well, what happened? And I can't tell you uh, what I think. I can only tell you what I know because I was that person. I would plan, plan, plan. And a lot of that's from my background and my career as a project manager. And I realized you can't do that. That is just not effective. The times you take action and learn from your actionable steps, calculated risk as well. And I say calculated risk allows you the opportunity to really see where you stand and what you learn. Because when you do things like that, they become transferable skills where you can take it to the next business or the next goal or the next dream you may come up with or have. So family, I hope that, again, this really helps someone out there. I'm focusing on the 1,000, the 1 to 1,000, because it starts there, and then it can only build up from there. Until next time, it's your boy ED, and I'm out. Peace.